welcome to All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello friends and welcome back to episode 5 of All Bases Covered. Welcome to my home, my family home. We've shifted <laughs> location again this week. Yeah, from Covered to Humble Abode in Bowling. <laughs> so humble. Uh, that's the tea on that. Should we start off this week with the beauty news? I feel like we're a bit light on this week with news. Yeah, it's more launches, nothing mm-hmm. too juicy. Urban Decay launched a new foundation. Oh. Yeah. So it's replacing their Naked Skin Foundation. I was going to ask that. Yeah. It's called Stay Naked. Yeah. There's 50 shades and they have a really good labeling system because it goes warm, neutral, cool. And then in their cool undertones, they have blue, red, pink. Ooh. And they have in their warm undertones, green and yellow. Good so, for them. Yeah, it goes from, I would say, decently light. However, I would say that there is really fair people that might have been able to wear naked skin that potentially now don't fit the lighter shade in Stay Naked. Mm. And it goes very, very, very dark, which is great. My beef with it is oh. that the... No, it's it's... Pretty similar to the other foundation, but my beef with it is that they're neutral, I would call slightly yellow, mm. and their pink, I think, is quite neutral. I feel like that was the that's, same with naked skin. Yeah. yeah. That's quite an American yeah, thing to do, to, to be yellow. honest. Yeah, they do tend to run a little bit yellow. I think an important thing to note on Urban Decay is that this is a complete rebranding for them. Mm. So this is like the first step in their entire brand relaunch. So they are relaunching their identity, which um, I think it looks like we're going to see moving forward. So they have, oh, is it four or five new ambassadors who are really bringing to life this campaign for them? So Lizzo is a part of it. Um, oh my gosh. Ezra Miller? Ezra oh my Miller God, I is a part of people. it. I just know that yeah. he's a hot Queer um, guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> From Harry Potter. The Harry Potter movie. Um, yeah, Fantastic Beast. Yes, Fantastic and Beast. I think he's in another, like, John Green or, like, teen movie. That I would I not be surprised. He, like, killed it at the Met Gala, if anyone saw that. Um, and Joey, what's her name? Don't know. The one who's I in used my, booth. my one famous person <laughs> knowledge. Well, essentially, you've got everyone, while well, I'm hoping everyone knows who Lizzo is and Ezra. Joey is um, very much, I think, more of a tomboy. She's quite pale. And then I can't remember who the last influencer is. But she's of Asian descent and she's really, really cool. She's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, she is beautiful. So um, the idea behind this campaign is that beauty is for everyone. It's very inclusive as well as the foundation shades because they are 50. Again, it is for everyone. Yes, it's for everyone unless you're really pale or really pink, I would say. You know what, though? I think that most people who are really pink don't, don't wear a pink foundation anyway. She's so, not wrong. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, but... My only beef issue. is... So, the foundation launched also their very, very popular back in the day on YouTube, Naked Skin Concealer, mm. has also been relaunched into the Stay Naked range, um, which is interesting because that was very culty, very popular. That took on the NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer Mm -hmm. um, for a while, and that's why I'm talking about the pink shades because I wanted a really pink concealer to be a corrector and concealer in one, and it was just a bit neutral for me. But, yeah, I'm interested to see how they go. Yeah. On foundation launches, I feel like this must be the season of foundation launches. It is. So September Mm. is when all of... 
um, the brands will bring out their spring edits. So they're all pushing so to, to beat September at you, the moment. Yeah, you're starting to see in recent years that brands are starting to go that slightly little bit earlier mm. to try and get ahead of the curve of other brands. But now everyone's kind of But now everyone's do doing that. it. I feel like we yeah. honestly might start getting Christmas in March. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, Two, Face, Two Face revealed gingerbread Christmas this week. So... It's all happening. <laughs> so the other foundation launch that has been announced is the Anastasia Beverly Hills Foundation, which Ooh. they're claiming is their first foundation, but it's not. It's their first liquid foundation because they already have the stick. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're saying it's got a full shade range of, again, 50 shades, medium coverage, natural finish. However, they've called it the Luminous Foundation. So it's interesting that they've called it Luminous Foundation, but they're saying it has a natural finish. They're probably doing that Luminous Satin Matte thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, obviously, vegan, gluten-free, fragrance-free, alcohol-free, clinically tested, dermatologically tested, ophthalmologically tested, non-comedogenic, suitable for sensitive skin, long-wearing, and it's they reckon in America it's $38 for 30 mils. <gasps> Exhausting. What? I know, so exhaustive And it's available online from August 4th and in stores from August 15th. I don't know if that counts in Australia. Yeah, I don't know because Sephora has Anastasia in stores and Mecca has it online. So we'll see when it's coming. Yeah. They would go the same date. Um, they will end up going at the same Sephora time. Sephora US, though? Sephora US you- is very often would go early. Yes. A lot of the time they will hold their launches to make sure that it is a global launch yeah. date. Yeah. The reason that Australia tends to go behind is because of the amount of time that it takes to ship products. So by the time the product is ready to get it by sea to Australia and get it into your warehouse and get it out to stores, it's usually a few months. Yeah, of course. So unless you air freight newness over, yeah, which is extremely expensive, yeah. you do tend to miss those launch dates, but there are definitely some brands that say you're going all at once. Okay. Um, the other thing with the foundation is uh, interesting packaging. It looks like Nars Radiant Longwear Foundation. Yes, it really does. The Urban Decay, just going back, I really like the new packaging. It looks very good. It I'm excited really cool, to see the new identity. Yeah. yeah. And Anastasia is also launching loose powders. Tinted loose powders? Tinted loose powders. Color correcting loose powders. A la Fenty. Yes, and is. apparently they're gluten and oil free. Duh. Great. <laughs> um, they've got translucent, they've got vanilla, banana, deep peach, and golden orange. So they've got five shades. Nice. Um, they look a bit blur. I don't like the look of the packaging. It looks kind of old school Anastasia. Like, it's not really, like, elevating their brand in any way. Yeah. I think it's because it's a powder and powders are never really all that exciting, to be honest. Hourglass, Hourglass did an amazing so job. Apart from Hourglass, yeah. <laughs> Loz, you have some news about Glow Recipe, yeah. I believe. Yes. So as we were talking about Glow Recipe last week and how Glow Recipe started as a multi-branded online retailer and then they moved into having their own um, brand, essentially. Mm-hmm. I just said essentially, sorry. I know how much you hate that. Um, well, they have recently announced that they will no longer be stocking any other brands on their Glow Recipe website. So they are going to be a single retailer and retail their own products only. So all of the Korean skincare brands that they had originally will no longer be stocked with them. It will be purely Glow Recipe and they have started um, creating more content around the website as well. So they've got the Glowypedia, which is actually quite cool. It's got tutorials and things like that. So teaching you how to do glass skin and like the Asian beauty trends. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really interesting that – I mean, it was always going to happen. I think that they were always going to take those other products off their website. 
At first but, I thought that, yeah, like, ooh, competitors gone. But Sephora has their own brand and sells other things. and It's completely different, though, because Sephora was a giant, giant, giant retailer, and then it made its own brand. So this yeah. was a relatively small retailer and online only as well, and then they made their small brand. Yeah. And also when Sephora launched their signature line, they launched it with 100 SKUs. Yeah. A skew is a word for a product, but Glow Recipe has six. So you have a website for six products. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. At the moment. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. I'm really interested. The imagery looks really cool. The tutorials look really cool. It's very much on brand. You'd be hoping for Glow that Recipe. Stock, hey. Oh, they will be. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. These products sell like crazy. They're super Instagrammable. Yeah. Everyone is really putting them on their shelfies. So I, I'm really interested to see where they go with it. That they started as this retailer that you could buy these really cool Asian products and you can't get them there anymore. Yeah. I almost wish that they kept Glow Recipe as their brand only and created like an offshoot site like Herbivore has done. So Herbivore also sells hemp products. So they have their regular Herbivore site and then you can go into, oh gosh, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but you can go into the hemp part of it and it takes you to a different site mm. like I kind of wish that they had done it that way yeah but I understand that they probably operationally that's a lot of work yeah too hard basket yeah ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I am the sweatiest lady that ever existed. Alex, how's the news of the armpit? <laughs> this <The news>. week, <laughs> Alex has taken to... Something different on her pits. Tell us more. <laughs> it's so invasive sounding talking really about my armpits really like that. gross when you say it like that. I know. Um, so this week I have decided to start a natural deodorant diary to take us down the path of natural deodorant and my exploration into it. This kind of started because my husband, Adrian. <gasps> oh, Sorry. you never say husband. Oh, I can't handle it, but continue. <laughs> Are you guys done? We're done. Yeah. So Adrian has an issue with um, stickiness under his arms. Mm -hmm. And for a really long time, I've been saying, why don't you try a natural deodorant? It probably will wash off a little bit easier. And also for the fact that I've been getting, like I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, natural deodorant seems to be a little bit vogue at the moment. And a lot of people have been talking about the fact that a regular antiperspirant clogs your underarm pores, therefore inhibiting your ability to release your toxins because that's sort of where your body releases a lot of its toxins from. So I was like, all right, I'm going to jump on board. I'm going to give this a go. 
So, albeit a little bit concerning about the fact that I've heard a lot about your body detoxing from using that mm-hmm. regular deodorant and the fact that you start to smell, I thought, I'll give yeah. it a go. So, it's supposed to take your body four to six weeks yeah. to adjust to a natural deodorant. So, during that period, you can be a little bit smelly. Yeah, week two is apparently the worst. So, yeah. looking forward to seeing you guys then. <laughs> can't wait for next week. Let's not film in a cupboard. <laughs> So how are you going though? Like how was week one? So I tried this week Earth Labs natural deodorant in the lavender scent. I've tried the bicarb free version because I've read that bicarb can stain your clothes. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to like, let's go better safe than sorry. Cause I don't want to discount the fact that I hate a natural deodorant based on the fact that it stains my clothes yeah. from the very first day. Yeah. Where did you buy? I bought it from the bougie supermarket around the corner from me just because yeah. they had it. And the reason that I bought this one is because it's in one of those tins. So you have to scoop it with yeah. your finger, which I know might turn a lot of people off, but I'm here to tell you it wasn't that bad an experience. Yeah. yeah. Do you have to like really heat it up with your fingers to like get it working underneath Honestly, your Honestly, no. The main ingredient in this product is shea butter followed by coconut oil. So it's okay. pretty soft. Like yeah. getting it out initially is a little bit hard without getting it under your nails. But once it's And on. then you just sort of smudge it in your fingers and then rub it under your arms. And I'm totally cool with it. Um, oh, one thing I did want to touch on as well is the fact that, so deodorants don't actually stop you from sweating. What they do is they stop the bacteria mm-hmm. in your armpits smelling. Yeah. Um, so, or, or just neutralize the odor. Some of yeah. Them. Yeah. I think a lot of people get confused about that. So what we, what most people refer to as a deodorant is actually an antiperspirant. Yes. yes. Which contains aluminium and that's what people are not too keen on. Yes. Correct. So I have four days of diary so far and I'll run through it super quickly because it's pretty neutral this week. Day one, I was obviously highly concerned and sweaty for most yeah. of the day, given my concern. Yeah. You had like a sweat cycle, like so nervous I'll sweat, sweating because I'm so nervous. <laughs> exactly. It's <That's> yeah. actually <laughs> my life. Yeah. Um, so day one, zero exercise, V minimal, very, very subtly whiffy to a point where, you know, when you're sort of like, Oh, I feel like I smell a bit, but no one else could smell Mm -hmm. you. That's sort of how I felt on day one. Didn't feel like I really broke a um, particular sweat from like working out or anything. And I didn't feel overly anxious and I cut myself shaving that day. So I was a little bit concerned about how it was going to go day, day two. Yeah. Day two, deodorant didn't sting. What a win. That is a win. Yeah, because yeah. I think if I had sprayed an antiperspirant, it probably oh, would have Oh, my gosh. Water if you spray, it definitely would have. Yeah. I'm not sure about if you rolled it, but spraying it, yeah. 100%. Let's not risk. I had no smell. Day two. I was super impressed. Again, I didn't work out. So did I give it a true test? Probably not. But <laughs> Adrian went to the gym day two, and he gracefully put his armpit into my face when he got home. Yeah. And I would say did smell. But yeah. didn't smell as bad as men can smell. So Adrian's been using it too. Adrian's been using it as well. And I was a little bit concerned because of his underarm hair situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm imagining like a matted gel yeah. dreadlock. <laughs> it wasn't like that. Okay. I mean, I didn't look at the texture of his armpit hairs after he applied it, but he said no dramas whatsoever and he felt it washed out pretty well. So that's, I mean, both of his concerns addressed. Yeah. I just feel like it's weird thinking that you run your hands through long hair under your arms. Yeah, yuck. It's just like, a texture issue weird? for me. Yes. Do you ever touch Adrian's underarm hair? I mean, <laughs> not, no. not like, I don't actively seek them out. I find all underarm hair weird because I never really grew it. So, <laughs> you're a nutter. You're oh, my weird. God. We haven't even talked about the fact that Lisa doesn't wear deodorant. Yeah. Oh, my Full gosh. Stop. I feel like I didn't hit armpit maturity 
I don't have very much armpit hair to the point that I pluck it. I have had it lasered, but the laser didn't work because I had such little. Why did anyway. you bother? Yeah, because I thought I might get rid of the few. But and so <laughs> I had this awkward situation you where every just waxed it a few times and it would have stopped coming back. Every now and then at Pilates, I'll be doing something and I look down and I've got like four <laughs> long. Four centimetre hairs under my armpits, and then I just sort of pluck them out or occasionally shave them. And I also don't really sweat. Honestly, I can't relate. I sweat neither from under my boobs, and I sweat from under my um, from my face profusely when it's hot. But I'm quite proud and steadfast in saying that I have run a half marathon, and my underarms were dry at the end. That's impossible. That's impossible. You're a liar. It's not. I have really dry armpits to the point that they get quite dry and dusty and flaky. So I've never, I haven't used an aerosol in like 10 years. I was using a roll-on. And I found when I was using deodorant regularly, I got multiple blocked glands under my armpits. And Brenton's dad, who is a doctor, just told me, Lisa, just stop wearing deodorant. And I did. And I'm not super smelly. And it's fine. It's I've never smelt you, and we've spent a lot of yeah. time together, so yeah. you mustn't smell. Yeah. Whereas I wear antiperspirant, and I feel like I do smell. I mean, I've never smelt you either, but yeah, can it, you smell me today? I feel I like can't. I'm I smelt your feet before when you put them in my face, but your armpits are fine. You said to let you smell them. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> they were like a four out of ten. It was fine. <laughs> We've been in boots all day. That's why they're a four. <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited for you to go on this journey, and I feel like I want to join it, but I feel a little bit redundant. That's okay. You can I'm just join in at the yeah. end when I've picked my favorite. Yeah, yeah. day 100, still not sweating, but I do sweat when I'm cold, and I do sweat when I'm nervous, and that is my smelly sweat. It's like pheromony sweat. Oh. So, well. <laughs> I find that for everybody listening, to grade my sweat levels, I'd say I'm probably like a seven. Yeah. I reckon, so when I was younger, I was Me going, being a one? You being a negative ten. No, I feel like I st- Zero, be, zero be, is like yeah. clinical sweat gland problem, <laughs> and I'm a one. Yeah. Yeah. I actually did, I used to play netball with a girl who didn't have hair anywhere on her body, but because she didn't have hair on her arms, her legs, her armpits... She had no way to cool herself down. She had to pant like a dog. So not even pant like a dog. (laughs) When we played netball, she would get, like, we would have to take her off literally to cool her body down. Very interesting because I say, because I don't sweat very much, that I do have difficulty regulating my temperature. And when I run, I go extremely purple yeah. with white dots. That's why. And I think it is because I struggle to yeah, regulate you my temperature. Regulate your temperature. So like, God, it's like a mild disability. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a disability. I don't Do not call it that. It's so fun to me. <laughs> anyway, okay. going on. through puberty, I felt very self-conscious of my underarm sweating issues yeah. to the point where like I like I vividly remember sitting on the couch one day crying being like I want to get armpit oh. Botox <laughs> so I've come I feel like I've come full circle I've come yeah. out the other side I'm you know 10 years on from puberty and I do sweat but not particularly badly I've got clammy hands and clammy feet and I don't sweat from my face my chest my back I'm not crack <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've got it pretty good but I do get like sweaty underarms which I feel like is pretty normal but it is yeah. that's completely normal day three drank a lot of coffee did smell day four is today ran around a lot don't smell there's my deodorant diary cool can't wait till week two when you stink like garbage <laughs> I can I definitely can <laughs> all right moving on from me and my diary 
Let's talk about our favorite of the week. Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? Loz, what's your favorite? My favorite this week is the NARS Liquid Lip Pigment in Light My Fire. What? Oh, you wore this to Alex's wedding. It is. It's on your face right now. And it is is on my face right now. So interesting because at the moment... You ate pasta with that on. Yeah, at the moment it does look a little bit shit because it's faded. However, it's faded really evenly and it just looks like a stain. Yeah, so I put this on. I reapplied. So I put on this morning at about 7 to get to work. And then I had lunch and I ate a sandwich. And even after that... It wasn't that bad, yeah. but I had a really important meeting. We had an external client come in, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to obviously redo it. So I just chopped it up, and that was at one thirty. Yeah, wow. And it's now 20 to 10. I'm the impressed. Yeah, it's still on. It Like, it does not come off. So I use a lip liner underneath it. Mm. What um, liner did you use? What matched as well? This is – I actually used one of the NARS ones yeah. this time, but I have used it with – a number of different lip liners and different colors as well. I actually don't mind using a darker lip liner when I have a liquid lipstick on top because I actually really quite like that little bit of an ombre that you usually yeah, get. Um, so it's really nice. So I used a lip liner underneath it. It is a very liquidy liquid lipstick, whereas yeah. some of them you find can be quite creamy. Like this is a proper, proper liquid. Be sleek if you don't close the lid, which I found out in my kit. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, definitely yeah. close the lid. I, I haven't mean, had any leakage yeah. issues. Just close properly. It was LBL. Just, it yeah. Was, yeah, I had a bit of light by the leakage. <laughs> um, yeah, just close and make sure that if you're traveling somewhere, you sort of give it an extra little tighten. Yeah, 100%. Um, but it doesn't feel overly, I mean, my lips don't feel moisturized, but they don't feel overly dry. They're not hurting. It lasts so long. I've eaten twice since putting this on. It's been fine. I've worn this. They are thinner. So so it doesn't do, um, the peeling that you can kind of get in other, there are some other liquid lipsticks that have a little bit more of a creamy texture. Every other liquid lipstick. And you do, you get that peeling. You yeah. absolutely do. And the crust. The crust. Yeah, you don't get that with this one. Yeah. There are so many shades. I am obsessed with it. You yeah. make me want to I try love it. it. They're so good. I They're love so good. I love Don't Stop, which is like a really nice bright red and Star Woman, which is a bit of a deeper red. They're like my jolly Christmas red lips. They're so yeah. nice. And like this one? I do like that, but I just look better in a true red than an orangey red. Lisa? What's your product of the week, please? My product of the week, <laughs> tell us, is the Ultraviolet SPF 50 Supreme Screen Hydrating Facial Sunscreen. I'm so excited that you're trying this and it's your favourite because we Insta-storied it when your product box arrived and everyone wanted to hear about what you thought of it. So yeah. now it's a favourite. So this is... I found this brand on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like they've done really effective Instagram marketing. Yeah, they've done a lot of Instagram marketing, and I think that they're definitely doing targeted marketing as well. Yeah, and I I bought the Supreme Screen, which is the most hydrating one they do. I think there's one that comes in a pipette bottle that's the most popular one, which is a little bit more of like a lightweight, crowd-pleasing sunscreen. I want the richest, most hydrating sunscreen Mm -hmm. I can get. So I got this one. When I first tried it, I was a bit iffy. I wasn't sure if it was hydrating enough for me because what I really wanted 
was a sunscreen that was hydrating enough for me to skip my moisturizer in the morning because mm. I just feel like I have a vitamin C, I have a hyaluronic acid serum, I have an oil, I have a moisturizer, then I SPF, then I hydrating primer. That's so much. It's just a so lot of much. steps. It really is. So when I tried it without using a moisturizer underneath it, it wasn't enough for me and I didn't have the glow that I wanted underneath my makeup. I can't believe that you ever tried this without a moisturizer. I know. It was, like, actually unfair and stupid of me. It was hopeful. It was. I was so hopeful. So, once I've used it with a moisturizer, I really like it. It does give a nice hydrate slip. It's definitely not mattifying, but in no way is it greasy. So, I would say it's good for mature, normal, dry mm-hmm. skins. Yeah, it sits really well under makeup. The reason I like it is because my mission this year was to wear an SPF every day and be really diligent because I tell everyone else to. And my issue has been that the best sunscreen is the sunscreen that you will use. And I haven't found one that would allow me to wear my makeup and look like I look when I'm not using a sunscreen because it kept making me matte. And I've had this dilemma where all of the ones that I have liked, really liked, have ended up giving me this really weird orange peel rashy bump because I'm allergic to mineral sunscreen. Weird, that happened. So this is the only one I found that I really like and that is actually hydrating enough for me. I did like the Mecca one, the Mecca SPF 30 I prefer. Yeah. However, it just still wasn't glowy enough for me. This one has a tiny bit more hydration. The one downside, smells very sunscreeny. Would you guys agree? Very sunscreen. It is. But I'd rather it smell like sunscreen than it smell like perfume or fragrance or something else to irritate yeah, my face. that's true. And it does disappear after, I'd say, an hour. Uh, it's a long time for it to stay on the skin. I am sensitive to smells for a while, so I do smell it for a little while. But mm-hmm. I've really been enjoying it. I really like it. The packaging's great. It's a squeezy tube with a pump, and the colouring's really cute. looks nice on my shelf. Not important, but also kind of. Um, I'm really surprised that even though you preach wearing a sunscreen that you don't just push through and wear one every day before finding this. I have been. You have been? I have been. Okay, good. But say, for example, it's the depths of winter and I'm going to work and then I'm coming home, I would maybe rely on my It Cosmetics SPF 50. Mm -hmm. If I was to then go and walk the dog, I would put SPF over the top of it. Okay. I had something and I was having guilt, but I honestly was having reactions and this weird... I was having Mm -hmm. difficulties, but I was still getting one every day. It's definitely not ideal that you were using it within your tinted moisturizer. No. But at least you had something. Yeah. I, yeah, that was my news resolution to wear SPF every day and be really subconscious this year um, and get my moles mapped, which I haven't done, which we will do together. We're going to do together. We're going to do together. Meanwhile, you guys will slap me because I don't wear sunscreen, so I should try it next. Yes. Yeah. You can, I was going to say you can take it. You can't because then I won't use it. I will make you a sample and you can try it. I think you'll like it. Or you might like the one in the pipette even better. Maybe. Potentially. I, I need to find, you're right, I would wear something if I loved something and yeah. I've tried a lot and have not loved anything enough to wear it every day. Great. Oh, what's your favourite? My favourite this week is an old re-researched favourite. It's the, it's the Marc <laughs> Jacobs Spotlight Glow Stick. Um, I like it. The Ravendale influenced, I think. It may or may not have been. Honestly, I've had it for a couple of years now and it's, I mean, it's lasted me this long. It's amazing in terms of its longevity. Um, the reason it's giant as well. It's huge. Yeah. It looks like a deodorant and your deodorant looks like a highlighted tint. It's true. How many grams is that? Um, I can tell you that it doesn't say on the package. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, don't know. 
But it's big. It's very big. I've used that much, which no one else can see. It's not that much. Come on, podcast. She's used that much. (laughs) (laughs) So the reason I really like it is I go through a rotation. I have this. I have the RMS Living Luminizer. I have the Hourglass um, Balmy. Champagne Flash. Oh, Mm. I have a loom, but I also have have the stick, stick, which I really love. That's definitely a close second, but it doesn't make me balm. It's not balmy enough, so it doesn't give me enough dew. Yeah, it's Um, highlighting, not actually dewy. Yeah, and the Charlotte Tilbury um, Spotlight Stick, which um, doesn't give me enough dew again, and it probably isn't, like, highlighting enough, Yeah, I would say. A bit too subtle. A bit too subtle, yes. This one does everything that I could ask for and more in a highlight, and I highly recommend that you guys try it. I really do want to try it because if you're saying balmy, yeah, I'd be interested. My only concern is that it has it has a really pretty slight shimmer, which I know I'd love on someone else, mm-hmm. but I'm just weird about my crow's feet and I genuinely can't have any shimmer on my face without feeling a hundred because I'm a bit um, yeah crepey around the eye. So I would I will want to try this one day and see if I feel old. Oh, side note, I've just forgotten until now. I really loved this also in summer. I remember I slipped <gasps> it into a pocket at once because on it's, a great, it's a great it's a great bod highlight yeah I shoulders arms legs and because of the shape of it it's yes. so easy to slip on your body and clearly mm-hmm. it didn't i didn't use any of it it's like it's a body cast of my yeah it's bones. almost yeah, yeah it's almost yeah. that i think that the consistency is really similar to the nars multiples i want to say yes but i want to say that the nars multiples are like um silicone yeah like, i don't think that they are <sighs> I, I feel like you multiples could, daily, but I don't feel like it's silicone. I feel like if you chopped a NARS multiple off with a knife and you could roll it into a ball like Play-Doh, and I don't think you could do that with this, which is a fucking weird thing for me to say. <laughs> I find the NARS multiples are that slight silicone plasticininess that sometimes it's hard to get from the stick onto, onto your, your face. face. I agree. I, do I just go straight and, like, draw it straight on your face? I'd be worried that would erase it. Yeah. Mm. I think the multiples That's are... That's what I do, though. Yeah. I literally just draw it on and pat it in. I It would move it on my face. I think it move your base this. underneath? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. I do think that I prefer the texture of this in that it's slightly creamier. Please, try it. Yeah. I might just take yours at some point. Yeah. I think it's a little bit too golden for me yes. as a really pale person. So yeah. I would definitely go for something with more of a pearlescent undertone. Yeah. So if they had one in a more pearl colour yeah. rather than that little bit of a golden undertone, I would try it as well. It says on the yeah. website it's golden and silver shimmers, but it definitely does throw more of a champagne. If yeah. I'm wearing a tan, I could definitely get away with it. But if not, anyone who is on the paler side would need a different shade or a different highlighter. Different highlighter. Yeah. In which case I do recommend the Nars Multiple and Coco Cabana, which is my favorite highlighter. I hate the way you say it. It's Coco Cabana, not Coco Cabana. <laughs> it's Coco Cabana. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's Coco Copa Cabana. I'm sorry, I'll make you double think that every single time. Every single time. There are too many Coca Cabanas and Copa Cabanas in my life. It's too hard. Just took it to my veins. What's your snack of the week? My snack of the week this week is a category of snacks that I would like to talk to you about. Okay. It's lolly snacks. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not so random. I'm not a lolly lover. I will will never. None of us are, though. I'm a. Give me a chip, give me a chocolate, do not give me a lolly, really, ever, unless it's a snake. Favourite snake in the snake hierarchy is a Allen snake. That's the bag I started out with first this week, and then I remember how much I loved a snake and went for a bag of Starburst snakes. 
That's all I have to say about them, other than that they're the best and I everyone mean, should eat them. Don't I don't know if face. I'd go for the Starburst snakes, but I completely agree with the Allen snakes. They are the best. The red ones. The and red then ones are life. The yellow ones are also mm. life. Always go red and then go a yellow, and it's just, like, yeah. delightful. I totally agree. And I love how stretchy they are, and they're just really bad for you, though. But yeah. all of our snacks are. I'm scarred by the fact that I thought that Allen's snakes were really hard. Next week I'm bringing Alan snakes. You're wrong. Sorry. The snakes from Alan's that are hard are the ones that come in the party mix. Yes. Like, not the snake. Not the it's snakes not on their own. It's not a true snake. Yes. From Holy Alan's. Grail snake. Go to the go to the petrol station. You know, yeah, on the counter with the tweezers. One of those killer pythons. <laughs> that was why I used to watch my sisters play hockey every weekend. Yes, yes. it just reminds me of like canteens, yeah, swimming like lessons, ground. Yeah. <laughs> Like canteen. Yeah. yeah, the best. Most blue, please. Yeah. <laughs> the best. My favourite, if I'm buying a snake, would be a, which is once a decade, <laughs> is natural confectionery. No, they're so oh, boring. Yeah, That's I'm actually sorry. my brother's favourite. Least favourite snake. confectionery. I, look, I don't mind a natural confectionery snake. If it was there and I had nothing else to snack on, I would snack on yeah. it. Yeah. But I would never buy that yeah. on my own. But I know, I mean, that's, like, the only snack I'd be my brother pressed, buy. I'd be pressed to find a snack that I wouldn't snack on if it was in front of me, to be that's honest. True. That's a very fair call. I would licorice. Say, no, I would yeah. not snack on licorice. Jelly babies. Oh, jelly beans. Jelly Get beans. stuffed. No, I'd um, snack oh, on them. licorice all sorts. Love. Just licorice. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. Oh, my God, I'd literally rather lose a toe. <laughs> No, yuck. Like, no. No, no, no. I don't and even also, know what licorice you know all sorts are. They're the cubey things with the colours. Oh, fuck <laughs> that! No! What about a jube? Ugh, I hate the texture of a jube or like a wine gummy. You know those lollies that are like uh, really squishy in the middle and have like the harder sugar I actually love them. Ooh, I hate them so much. <laughs> that's basically a jelly bean, but in a different format. I love them. And jelly beans aren't quite as squishy in the middle. I hate jelly beans. Oh, I hate everything about them. So I goody. hate them when you eat them. Yes, you can taste the sugar, which is, I mean, like, Yuck. you can crunch it. Uh, hate so much. Hate. Okay. Anyway, Lisa, what's your snack of the week? My snack of the week I love is... How she's just, like, smiling to herself. Like I know. She knows it's a she's really so proud. My snack of the week is a chocolate bar, of course. Classic. But it's a chocolate bar with purpose. <laughs> Sounds like, like it gives back to a community. Yeah, yeah. Is this like, are you going to win a golden ticket here? Like, no. what is the purpose? It was a surprise chocolate bar. So, <laughs> my boyfriend is a food scientist and he got a visit from Nestle and they gave him all of this chocolate and he bought all of this chocolate home for me. Rudely, not all of it. He left rations. Oh, <laughs> Um, so there was part of Kit Kat, which we were eating last week, yeah. and Rolo, the Rolo block. And I just feel like it was good because I didn't pay for it. And also, Brenton always judges my <laughs> consumption of chocolate. So the fact that he was like, here, just eat five it. Yeah. blocks of chocolate just saved me the one. And I was like, woo! Um, <laughs> the best. I love Rolo. I love any chocolate that has caramel in it. So mm. Rolo is my dream. Yeah. And I love that with the block... You eat, you break off your Rollo square, and then there's this bit around the Rollo that connects the Rollos together in the block, and you can yeah. eat around it and then just eat your little Rollo yeah. nugget at the end. I don't think I've ever had Rollo in a block. And I, you're really making me feel like I'm missing out, so you next are. week I'm going to yes. bring Alan Snakes and Rollo block. There's only three cubes in a row, which is very dangerous, though. So how many cubes, like... Down? So, yeah, how many down? Seven? 
eight. I was going to say seven. Mm. Three by seven, you would smash them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Editing the podcast last week, I ate two blocks of Rollo chocolate. <laughs> the thing that gets you with the Rollo thing is because the chocolate in between the rollers is so thin, it's basically like you're not even eating anything. It's just yeah. the connecting liquid. I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's not, it's not, it doesn't exist. What's your snack of the week? Mine is also chocolate. Mm. No one's surprised there. And it is actually, well, it's two chocolate bars, actually. And I just can't decide which one I like better. But they're both new and they're both under the same type. So it is the Cadbury new chocolate bars. They're at the front of every damn supermarket. Like, well, it's so hard for me to walk through yeah. the supermarket right now. <laughs> Product positioning. because they're new. Um, it is moussey on the inside and I'm really loving the peppermint, yes. and which I love mentioning chocolate if Do you, you like me alex the people is... can't see you shaking your head yeah <laughs> <laughs> with that disgusted look on your face that's how i looked when you said you didn't wear sunscreen every day <laughs> <laughs> I'll and then the other one is hazelnut so they have this really nice light mousse in them and then the hazelnut one has like a sprinkle of like hazelnuts it's not like your You're such a fruit and nut chocolate chocolate lover like you she like has weird taste. So but, strange. Yeah. Mint, hazelnut, and forest fruits, or whatever it is yeah. that you like. Black forest. <laughs> Back <laughs> off. <laughs> that weird. has jelly pieces. So is Marvel's creation. Yeah, Hold on. It's Marvel's and creation. Cookies. It is yeah. the original. With the texture, it's not like a creamy, like a peppermint. You know, when you get like an after dinner mint and it's that like liquidy, no, stringy no, mint? No, no, not at all. It's more like the inside of a Ferrero Rocher. Like it's like a creamy, or if you've whipped. ever. What about Tim it Tam? Is, it is kind of whipped. Inside of a Tim Tam? Quite similar. Oh, yeah. It is. It's along, it's along those roots. Yeah. It's really nice. Like it, it is actually really good. It's not something that I would usually have chosen, but my mum had it in the cupboard. I don't know why. No, I had some. If you Do bring you know it why? next week, I'll she try it. She went to the supermarket and it was everywhere. She did a me. <laughs> <laughs> but usually she buys like fruit and nut. Oh, gosh. So she's like, my mum. Says yeah. a lot about it. <laughs> she's a mum. <laughs> What mum doesn't buy fruit nut? I know, Mine. It's like, it's like, this is the healthy chocolate. <laughs> oh. um, but it's amazing. I think you should definitely give it a go. And they do have all different flavors. If mint isn't your thing, hazelnut is actually really nice, and it doesn't taste like a fruit nut. Like it's very flavorsome. Okay. Yeah. If you bring it, I'll try it. That's the only way I'll try yeah. it. Okay. I'll bring all of the snacks next week then, because I usually eat your snacks anyway. Perfect. What's next? I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. <laughs> it's time to break down some beauty. Ooh. Ooh. This week we're breaking down omegas because we touched on them last week mm-hmm. when we talked about our favorite antioxidants. Loz, I feel like you should take this one away since you were so passionate about your omega serum last week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So omegas are a a fatty acid and they are already contained in your skin, which is why they are really great for you. There's a number of different reasons why I would use an omega. It does a multitude of different things. So firstly, it reinforces and smooths your skin surface. It keeps your skin really nice and hydrated, which is the main reason why I use it. It also calms any signs of stresses like redness or sensitivity. It also eliminates signs of flakiness and dehydrated looking skin. It also visibly strengthens um, your skin against signs of environmental damage. AKA, it's an antioxidant. They just make sense to me because they are part of your skin's barrier function. Mm -hmm. And if you have poor barrier function, if you're sensitive, if you're dry, if you've got acne, by putting something that 
sort of makes up that barrier back into the skin. It just makes sense that it's going to lock in all of that goodness and keep all of the free radicals and all of those, mm-hmm. I guess, quote unquote, nasties out. Yeah. yeah, 100%. These really tie in all of our other beauty breakdowns from the past few weeks because yeah. we've talked about ceramides and ceramides are the other thing that really make up that skin barrier. Mm-hmm. We've talked about free radicals, which is what we're kind of fighting off with our omegas. And we've talked about hyaluronic acid, which is what we're locking in with the skin when we use them. So yeah. how about that? Full circle. Yeah. I mean, we definitely plan to that way. Yeah, of course. Um, so if you don't know what you're looking for, obviously mm-hmm. skincare, if it's not calling it out as saying that it has omegas in it, yeah. Yeah. Um, what you might find on an ingredients label is for omega-3s, they're generally foods. So you've got mm-hmm. fish, flax, walnut, or chia. And omega-6s and 9s are most likely in plants. So you've got passion fruit, there's blueberry, soybean, canola, peanut. Are there plants and foods, I guess, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tend to think good plant oils when I think omegas. Yeah. Argan, marula, berry oils, all mm-hmm. those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. We know Loz's favourite product. What's your favourite product that has omegas? Just once more, Loz. My favourite product is the Ren Omega 3 oil. We take a shot every time Loz says Ren Omega 3 oil. (laughs) We don't get sponsored by Ren. (laughs) I love this product. It has omegas 3 and 6 in it. Mm -hmm. It's amazing if you have sensitive skin. It's more of a dry oil. It's not really heavy. I find that it sinks into my skin really, really easily. It's really helped with I have had some hormonal acne this year, which we can touch on in another episode because yeah. I think it's something that's really that's common. a whole we can have a whole we damn episode on that. A whole damn episode on that. It was um yeah, it, it was, was an issue. Um but that really helped with any form of scarring. Um, when I had eczema early in the year as well. I've been through the battlefield this year. Um it helped so much in a way that a lot of the products that I was putting on did nothing. Yeah. It would immediately relieve the inflammation and that burning feeling that yeah. I had. Omega-3 is really anti-inflammatory, mm-hmm. which I feel like is why that works so well for a range of skin types. Yeah. I would also say that that oil, although you love it on a dry skin, works really well for an oily or acne-prone skin mm-hmm. because the omega-3 is anti-inflammatory And it also has the omega-6. So omega-6 contains linoleic acid, and that's really good for oilier skins, whereas omega-9 contains oleic acid, and that's better for drier skins. Mm -hmm. So the omegas that are particularly in that product work really well for an oilier skin and also work well for a dry skin. So that's a great all-rounder. Yeah. Lisa, what's your favourite product with omegas? My favourite product with omegas is Sunday Riley Juno. It has three, six, and nine, <laughs> and also the Kate Somerville KX Omega Ceramide Serum that we mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Thanks for taking Love. both of my favorite products. So <laughs> I use both of them in my skincare regime every day, and I use the Juno every day and every night, and I use the Kate every night. So everyone should use Omegas because we use Omegas. So that's the end. That's not why you should use Omegas. I'm, I'm shooketh. Product of the week. What did we try this week, Al? We tried the Laneige Sleeping Lip Mask. 
And this was a product recommendation from my friend Beck at work, and she was really quite pushy with this. She was like, when are you going to try the Laneige sleeping mask? When are you going to try it? I'm like, okay. Shout out, Beck. I loved your product. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a really fussy lip balmer. I, Such a fussy lip balm. Yeah, my favorite lip balm is the Dermal one from Priceline. It's $5. It does no wrong. It's really good at healing your lips. It's a little bit minty, so you might like it, Lauren. I really like the texture of this lip balm. I like that it's really slippy, and yeah. I felt like it lasted really well on my, on my mouth. <laughs> I feel like as well for you to like a lip balm, because you've tried everything. All of them. You've tried $2 <laughs> lip balms. You've tried $100 lip balms, everything in between. Mm-hmm. And so for you to like it is quite good. I would... Pretty much catapult it to my second favorite lip balm. Wow. Yeah. With below the $6 one. Below the $6 one, yeah. But would you still happily buy that again, even though it's a higher price point? Like, does it serve a different purpose for you? 100%. My dermal lip balm is the best. Like, when you've got chronically dry, cracked lips, yeah. dermal will fix it in 48 hours. Mm-hmm. This is maintenance, Okay, I think. So yeah. I would definitely continue to use this every day. It's also in a pot, so it's definitely not a carry with you lip balm. Oh, I will. Oh, you will. Okay. (laughs) It's like a big pot as well. Yeah, it really is. I am the reverse of Alex in that I use lip balm maybe not every day. And if I do, it's before bed. I've definitely weaned myself off lip balm. Mm. And I'm that person that hates everyone else's lip balm recommendations because I think it makes my lips drier. So anything dermal? (laughs) I don't mind dermal. (laughs) Yeah, I just haven't used it routinely. The second I weaned myself off lip balm and stopped using it too much was like an enlightening moment for me. And now I just pity all those people that are like, I forgot my lip balm, I can't leave. Or like, you know, have to Mm, rush. Like my sister, if she forgets (laughs) her blistex, just like run and buy it. And I'm like, you're dependent on petroleum. (laughs) (laughs) Truly are. I, yeah, really like the texture. I feel like it felt like a proper mask versus a lip balm. I felt like it gave a nice coating. I don't know. I, I really liked it. And I felt like when I woke up in the morning, I could feel that I had put it on at night and that my lips felt nice and hydrated. It's definitely not one that I would wear during the day while wearing makeup because it's so creamy. I found that it gave me that gunk, like that white gunk mark when I layered it over a lipstick or a lip liner. I do wonder if that's because we got the vanilla flavor, which has a creamy white color to it maybe because the original apparently is pink which they didn't have stock of and it was still think you would get that bit of a border yeah Yeah, it would just be a different color yeah you're right what's your thoughts she's She's very quiet which concerns me when it comes to it so let's just see i like it i didn't love it yeah that's pretty good for you. Considering <laughs> yeah. that you're like, Omra Bitsa, Omra Bitsa, it's my favourite lip balm. You know what, though? I'm happy that you're it's a technologist. I love Omra Bitsa. It is my favourite. But I think that's the one thing about me is I try so many products yeah. mm-hmm. because it's literally what I do for a living. I have a few absolute ride or die products for me and it's very rare mm-hmm. that something will enter into that fold mm-hmm. and I already have my ride or die lip balm. Yeah. So it's almost impossible to break that. I do like this in saying that. I wouldn't buy it again. Mm. I don't like the slippiness of it, which is one of the things that you guys really liked about yeah. it. I didn't like that. I like the Omravitsa one because it's a little bit thicker And when I put it on my lips, I wake up in the morning and I can still feel it. Not that this one didn't hydrate me overnight, but I didn't feel it there in the morning and I did feel a bit more dry. Things I do breathe through my mouth a lot when I sleep. If someone said, hey, Loz, I want like a lip 
um, it's really good and it's between twenty and thirty dollars. Would you and recommend? Would it? you recommend this? I wouldn't recommend it for daytime, mm-hmm. yeah, because of the slippiness. Yeah. I mean, I would probably also say that you need to in, like increase your water intake because a lot of the time you need <laughs> lip balm is because your lips are dry because you're dehydrated. Whatever, but- Lauren. <laughs> If you want the reason of what I would really say. Um, but I, to me, whose lips are plump, and I have had approximately one sip of water. Today. You've had approximately so one mil of lip filler also. <laughs> <laughs> that might be why they're plump. Good point. It's all Very gone now, guys, and it also wasn't one mil. Sure. Um, but it is, I do agree with you, it is actually really good for the price point. If that's something that you were looking for, go for it. It isn't a ride or die product for me, but I see the value in it and, I mean, I don't dislike it. Yeah. I think lip balm is one of those things where it's entirely polarizing and you can totally, like, we could battle to the death over a lip balm and I think you can have totally different views. It's really fun when you find that friend that has a similar lip balm preference to you. Well, I don't think it was, like, 100% Jeffree Star approved, but we got, like, 75% of the way there. Yeah. (laughs) Not bad. Really not bad. All right. Are we done? I think we're done. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for sending us some messages and product reviews like Beck. If you have anything that you want us to try, let us know. Thanks for following us on social and reviewing us on iTunes. We really love the support and are so grateful that you guys are enjoying our podcast. Yay. Thanks. We'll talk to you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 